we going straight in? Name of your sex tape. Dan, you chose a movie from our Twitter stalker, Kevin Smith. Yeah. From my youth, as much as anything else, we are very fortunate that, that Kevin Smith has, has noticed us. Big fan. His, big, big, um, big supporter of the pod. Yeah. yeah. And and so I thought it was about time we, we reviewed one of his movies. And um, you chose the very first one. Yeah, Clerks. Clerks. Um, Clerks, Clerks. Not the shoes. Clerks. The, first of all, can we get this out of the way? Because I don't know how to say clerks. the title of this movie. Clerks. 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 But we don't say... You wouldn't say that there's a clerk, would you? In a, You would say he's Bank a clerk. clerk? I know, but it's spelled Irx. Yeah, what's I know. The, what's the capital of France? Paris. Ah, well, there you go. So it's Clerks then. <laughs> so it's Clerks. Okay, yeah, yeah Clerks. 1990, well, you, you were the historian on this, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I guess within a year or two. It's 1994. It's yeah. around about, what, 90 minutes long? Maybe just over that? I can tell you because I've got that. 92 minutes. There you go, just over that. Mine was 80 minutes. Yeah, you had a bit of a shocker. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I, I, I wait with bated breath as to the actual ending because my <laughs> version that I You watched, didn't see the spaceships? Fuck. Or the machine guns or anything like that. Do you so, know what? I thought it was twisting that way as well. It, well, you can mm. see it going, can you? It's, it's Kevin Smith's debut movie in which he chose black and white to tell the story of a two guys, um, or one guy, really, isn't it? Um, I think this is Dante's story, isn't it? Dante's story. It's a day in the life. A day in the life of a a clerk in a convenience store, and he he shouldn't be... A clerk who, who shouldn't be there that day. He's he's got the. He day only off, mentions that a few times. He, he yeah. calls in, yeah. He's called in to man the store because somebody's ill, mm. and being the diligent worker he is, he goes in and the day begins. He's and in an absolute shithole of a situation in the morning. Is he asleep yeah. in the cupboard? He's, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. It just reminded me of my student days yeah uh, and he laces up his doc martens as well i enjoyed that little one and then off he goes to work and his work is so fucked that he can't get the shutters open yeah. so he has mm. to get some shoe polish out doesn't he and he scrawls i assure you, you we're open yeah. Yeah, somebody's giant. put gum in the locks that oh is that what it is do you they, know they can't get in do you know why that 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 was sort of forced on them because they were Kevin Smith worked there in the day and they were allowed to shoot at night so the shutters had to be down because it was at night when they were doing all the filming oh, so it had right. to be, oh, they had to be that. down because this is this is a budget movie you yeah. can see that he's brought in his mates to help this he's brought in any favours and things but that doesn't detract for this movie at all for me I, I think actually it probably adds to it and it adds to the character of, of the, the feel of the film so plot wise it's just a day in the life. There's little episodes and things that happen. But there's simultaneously quite a lot happening and yeah. not a lot happening at the same time, isn't it? Because it's, a lot of it is about the, the mm. Kevin Smith's dialogue, really. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, there's ca- and the characters. It's, it's one of those movies that's just filled with interesting characters and almost little snippets of a comedy show or something mm. that make up the film like a play isn't it with act one dante you can imagine introduced to that story and then the next one yeah it's it's, well it is interspersed with um title cards that say stuff like the name of the character who who we're then gonna go and learn a little bit more of and you're right i can imagine this would have been round the the table in a room and they would have just practiced yeah i think a lot of that though comes from the fact that 
although the cast are all really good, none of them are particularly good actors. I don't. Yeah, think. I would agree. It's a student film. Mm. And that's that's not denigrating the quality. That's what it, it is. It's mm. this is, is it, like you said. It's his first foray into the world of significance for film. And obviously, with budget constraints, contacts, it comes across as initially a student-based yeah, film. The dialogue's very friends. heavy. There's a lot of friends yeah. turning out in this. There, there were 50 actors credited. Only two of them had been in anything beforehand. And, some and who of them, were they? Do you know? Yes. Gary Stern and Mitch Cohen. All right. I don't know don't other stuff. I didn't bother to look. Um, I have got a little history on what every the main cast got up to after this, because okay. it is quite interesting. Should we crack through the plot, really, yeah. such that it is? It's kind of relationship stuff yeah yeah so dante's got a a girlfriend veronica yeah who's who pops into the store and she brings him food she cares about him he's this sort of he's this sort of early 20s like generation x a slacker he's got no he's got no prospects and he's got no motivation either so and he's not the uh, worst of the lot really because out of the other people that work in the in the stores he's actually turning up and has some sense of responsibility for the store, whereas Randall, who hasn't. is he, the sort of he's the guy who owns the well, he runs the video store yeah, around yeah. the back. Geographically, I could I never really figured out exactly where no. this was in relation to the. Uh, yeah, I, I assumed it's just next door, but, but Randall will pop in, and he's the, like a true slacker. Randall yeah. doesn't give a fuck about anything, and will quite happily tell the customers to fuck off if he mm. doesn't like them and, and which he doesn't they none of them like any of the customers really no. do they and there's a funny scene earlier on where you might understand why where dante gets ambushed by a guy he's trying to sell cigarettes yeah. and a guy's throws a lung on the table and he's like oh that's you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a physician that's what a lung looks like so he stops all these people smoking that, doesn't that's he? what's gonna happen you should you. have gum instead and it turns out later in the movie that he worked for the gum company yeah. which was a good little did you find how items within the film really dated it the video store mm. yeah that if 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 people if we if we recommend this film for people to watch and and it's targeted at that age age range still for today People of that age range today will go. What the hell? R- used to rent videos, yeah. and that's such a, a yeah. foreign concept. And yeah. that's what makes it a peaceful that time. The cigarette salesman, the, the the video store, those sorts of things in our lives. You don't really get. We don't get them at all. There's like one blockbuster left in the world now. Mm. I think, and that's mm. like a nostalgic. It's an Airbnb. Novelty. Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of smokers. Yeah. Yeah, everybody smokes in this, including Jason Mewes and uh, Silent Bob, who were outside. The Kevin Smith was a non-smoker. Right. But because of this, he's then got a two-pack-a-day habit. (laughs) Commitment. Yeah. Wow, that is commitment to the cause. So, yeah, the director obviously plays a part in this, being Silent Bob, which is one of the drug dealers outside the store. I mean, it's that kind of area, it's that kind of characters around that you get all these strange characters. The, The one that made me laugh when I first watched this, first time around, and I watched it at a friend's house and... We all had a few drinks and a, a few numbers and we were watching it and laughing our heads off over this. But the the scene that stayed with me most was the guy who went to use the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as I say, this film this film is made up of lots of kind of comic scenes and things that are put it's together. It's almost like one of place. your vinaigrettes isn't it Dan? it's one of those I, I didn't want to even attempt the words but it's kind of what i wanted to say and the this particular bit where the the chap he, he goes to the ask to borrow the toilet and they say no it's just for staff but he he plays on it says no, i'm a bit old you know can you let me in and 
and then he comes back and asks for better toilet paper. And That's going to be hell on my hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he comes back and asks for a magazine because it can take him a while. Then he wants not that magazine, but you know, a big dirty monthly number, or yeah. something that's going over there. So he wants some porn mag to turn into the... Uh... He says, no, can, I, can I have that one? Because the tits are bigger in that one. <laughs> 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 and he gives it him and they go, and then you forget about that guy for ages and ages <laughs> until he turns up a little bit later on. And uh, yeah, there, there are a few other scenes because Dante is his eye on another girl who's... Well, it's his high school sweetheart, yeah. isn't he? He's still kind of, I think, strongly implied his first girlfriend. He was with her for like five years and he's still kind of hung up on he's her he's clearly not over her he's clearly not over her even though he's got Veronica who is clearly a woman who's not good at blowjobs and is very good at blowjobs yeah. yeah, 36 uh, well he blowjobs? slept with 12 women and she's only slept with 3 Three guys. Three guys. Yeah. This is an interesting little dynamic about gender stuff here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then she, yeah, and then he finds out she's sucked thirty six penises, <laughs> and he is quite yeah. horrified. By yeah. That. yeah. He, feels, I, he feels less of a stud about his 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 twelve and it's three. Don't worry yeah. about it, babe. It's yeah. okay. But yeah. when he found out, but he's got double standards, isn't he? And they have a sort of blazing row mm. in the store, and she storms off, and then she's walking he's down the street, me. trying to suck anyone off on your way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, like, I like the way she tries to diffuse it by going, but yeah, but you're thirty, you're number thirty six. Yeah, oh great, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Randall, his friend, obviously great sympathy there with all the yeah sounds that are coming from from him. And there's lots of kind of rude laughs like that, and moments that that just knit this film together nicely for me. It, you know, what happened? Well. They open the store, they close the store. They they manage to get a game of hockey on yeah. top of the roof. And one of the customers who's a bit annoyed gets involved <laughs> and then just comes along and hoofs the ball away. And it was the only ball they had. Very sad. And they all go home after yeah. 10 minutes after all the hassle of trying to set it all up. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the the repeated line, I shouldn't be here today, I shouldn't be here today, yeah. when all the, the shit starts hitting a fan. I think um, one of the things that really strongly resonated with me when I watched this when I would would have been about 17 or 18 I guess was when they have the conversation about Star Wars mm. and it's easy to forget that at the time people in movies didn't really talk about movies referentially like this and they weren't the sorts of conversations that you might have had with a mate about whether or not the contractors who were building the Death Star were innocent parties, yeah. you know, in a terrorist, you know, and that, that conversation that they have is really funny and it's still quite good today when you look at it. But this was three three years before the Star Wars special editions had been even released. So he was like tapping right into something zeitgeisty, it? right yeah. with what he was doing. And it was, you know, it was early stuff. But he um, is a huge, huge nerd. Yes. And he's, he does comic books. He financed part finances by selling some of his comic book collection, mm. uh, as well as maxing out a load of credit cards. So he's he's from that world. So it makes sense to put it in. But I agree with you. It's really interesting. And it was new, brand new at the time. It and doesn't it, feel as fresh when you saw it this time. Mm. I mean, I enjoyed this movie maybe for different reasons than I enjoyed it 20 years ago when I watched it this time. But it doesn't feel fresh in that way, but it was absolutely brand new when you, you saw it. You think of, was it Human Traffic we watched a little while back and mm. they're having the conversation in the kitchen mm. about a similar yeah, kind yeah, of thing? You know, yeah. but he's done that, you know, 10 years before and more. And I think it's the writing really here. It's, mm. it's the, the dialogue, the conversations that really knit this together and really move the the movie on towards the the, the close of the day and the close of, but it's 
just got, for me, a, a laugh every kind of five or ten minutes. There's something to look at. And, mm. you know, you can see why they're actually now doing a Clerks 3, aren't they? I mean, it's... Um, I haven't seen any of the sequels. I don't think of Kevin Smith as being a, a hugely strong director, particularly. But he does do quite a lot in this movie, considering the whole thing is set in a shop. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a couple of exterior shots, but you don't mm. feel bored visually. No. You know, and some of that is because it's in black and white. And it's broken. It's up a kind of grainy and black and white as well, isn't it? Well, it's... I was going to ask about that because I had it on Amazon. My tra- my transfer was rub. I couldn't believe that the film that I remembered was the film that I was watching quality wise because this looked really shit. I Do you thought. think he used the same film as Bait? Whatever it was, the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jenkins. Well, it, it, it kind of had that, that that older cine film, cine film feel about it. It but, might have um, been shot on, you know. Well, it was it's... shot. It was shot at night with no light, no yeah. additional Hence... lighting, and it only cost twenty seven thousand dollars to make. So, so they've whacked not, up the contrast. You're not going to yeah. get the, the reason they chose black and white was because it just looks better than color. Because if you shoot yeah. color at night, it just wouldn't have worked. So that would be part of it. It probably. I, I, I suspect it, it probably did iconic. look like that the first time you saw it, but you just weren't looking at it as critically mm. as we probably look at things now. But like you say, it, atmospherically, you know, the way it looked, I thought it looked fine. It's not the sort of film where you need a, you know some incredible HD master of it. It, no. it works just fine the way it is. I really like that. Mm. I know what you're saying about his directorial style or whatever, but I really like that he's kind of like a self-made man. You know, he didn't mm. he didn't go through some other channels or know someone or be involved so he just said fuck it, i'm gonna make this i'm gonna do it my own way and he did it and it worked and there's probably loads of people who try and do it and it doesn't quite pay off but i think that's great when you just are able to be successful on your own terms it's brilliant yeah it is and exactly that you know i mean this this movie then launched his his career and got the interest and it, it got that cult following and and you know if you can do that on 27 grand what can mm. you do with mm. with more and well this was the beginning spin-offs. of the the sort of view yeah. universe where i didn't i hadn't remembered that it was a man farting on another man's head <laughs> but at the beginning i did i was like laughing as soon as it started yeah you're right and kevin smith when he's when he's good is is given some incredible stuff that you've not really seen like red state as well you know tusk we've like you've talked about Mm. on the podcast a lot red state was another really good movie even cop out i would put i know i've not seen that one yeah i mean it's not amazing but i won't you know there's things that are redeemable there's there's an eye that he has and there's a style that he has that i think appeals maybe not all the time in in every film, but certainly for this one, I can see where the excitement in wow, this guy's just made this film. He's he's done it with his mates, and it's worked. It's it's mm. been a hit. Here we are, like you know, getting on for what twenty years later and more, and it's still a decent film. You know, yeah, it's, it's still- lots of laughs and that sort of mumbly but very self-assured dialogue that's right in Kevin Smith's voice. You hadn't heard that. At no. the time, it was completely new, really, as a way of... And, and it was so exciting, really, wasn't it? And the dialogue just fizzes and crackles in, yeah. this, in this movie. I, I don't think that you would get that level of dialogue in a film that reflected that group of people today because of the fact that there's lots of... Without those guys talking in the scenes and the acts that you've seen there would be silence and not much going on. If you were to film it now, what I'm trying to say is you'd have people on their phones. Yeah. It would reflect the social time yeah. now and it would be a very odd, different film. So 
where the characters are interacting and talking, I think to the detriment of what's going on with people today, and we're guilty of this as well, we look at our phones, we don't mm. engage as much. The dialogue is quite complicated. Yeah. The conversations they're having is quite deep, but at that time, it just seems like pretty much normal flow to and from a conversation. Nowadays, if you were to write that in, it would seem quite pronounced and OTT, I think. Yeah, because kids people don't, don't talk like that. Yeah, kids don't talk like that. The dialogue is what makes it for yep. me, and it's also what led to it originally being given an NC-17 rating, <laughs> which would be a bit of a death knell yeah. for a lot of things. So they, they fought, they had to fight to get that reduced, and they actually... <laughs> They hired Alan Dershowitz, who was on OJ's OJ's defence team. (laughs) Yeah, Um, his gloves are too small, and they got it taken down to an R, which makes it a little bit more. You know, opens the audience up a little bit. I think NC Seventeen is normally porn, basically. Is it? Yeah, and you won't go mainstream cinema or snuff movies. Yeah, they do they moan? Do do I remember them moaning about things being ninety nine cents or ninety five cents? He says everything ends in a nine. Yeah, do you know why and, that and is? And the stuff behind him ends in a five. It was really bothering me. Do you know why that is? Well, it's a thing that it's about tax. No, it's because it's you have to things. give change, and then the till records a sale, so the people behind the store can't nick the money and pretend that nothing happened. Oh well, I never. Mm. Okay, there you go. Yeah, this is about the drudgery and boredom of everyday life, and it's still pretty strongly, you know, relevant. Yeah, it is. I, I, you know, I, I think if anybody's wants to watch this again, maybe it's one of those ones that it will come out on Netflix and it will come out on on Amazon Prime at, at some stage. Maybe in the lead up to Clerks Three, I was about to say just that, yeah, yeah. Then it, it they might find a spot, and then I would take you know an hour and a half and, and go and watch this because there's some really really fantastic moments in it. I think considering the talent involved. You know, the of the main cast of so Brian O'Halloran and who was the guy who played Dante. He went on to be in other Kevin Smith joints like More Rats and Chasing Aim and Dogma, as well as repro- reprising his role in the Clerks. Clerks. Clerks animated series and he also played a jeep driver in Shyamalan's The Happening Jeff Anderson was Randall he was in Dogma and Clerks 2 but not the animated series he was the one when I watched this I thought oh maybe he would have the bigger career I, I, was... I did I thought he was stole the scenes he was yeah, in yeah but he went to nothing uh, Marilyn Gigliotti Veronica she was in some director video horror B movies with titles like Flesh Eaters from Outer Space and Roadkill that I haven't seen and she's also credited with stylist and makeup roles on some of those movies obviously Kevin Smith went on to become Kevin Smith Jason Mewes was the real colourful story I guess he struggled with substance abuse right from his early 20s following this movie really and he he had similar turns in, in Kevin Smith's other work. He cameoed as himself in Scream 3 and Fanboys. He was in Zack and Miri make a porno. But it does mean when you look back and see all the issues that he had with Which substance abuse. Jay. Jay. Oh, yes. So right. he has had a long history of substance abuse. And obviously in this, he plays a guy who is a drug dealer yeah. and he's played for laughs I can remember watching this and laughing along at everything he said he was brilliant hilarious blah 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 it's a bit sadder in retrospect now Yeah, is it clean now do you know I don't I don't actually know hmm. my heart's hope so it, it, it did seem that it was as I say a lot of his friends that, that did this and it would have been a labour of love hmm. if you said maxed out his credit card sold his comic book collection to, to get this done hmm. and I'm just so pleased that it worked because yeah. you you would have 
you know got it right there 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 have been a ton of these films that people have done and that haven't worked but similar in the way of other you know budget filmmakers have have made fantastic films we we saw a coherence you know i mean Mm -hmm. it was a real budget film and absolutely fantastic bait Bait, oh i watched primer recently as well primer another one you've got an idea you're a, a director, you've got a load of friends, you max out your credit cards and you make a film. I think it's fantastic yeah. that 20, 25 years later, um, we're still talking about that film and it's it's still well, well worth watching. Also, do you see where it was set? No. Asbury Park. Right, okay. Bruce Springsteen country. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. The boss. Wow, wow, wow.